0: The federal government has announced that Enterra Feed Corporation received $6 million under the Agra innovate program with the goal of keeping food out of landfills. Enterra has established a 188,000 square foot production facility just north of Calgary. The company has been producing insect-based feed ingredients with products for the pet food, poultry, and wild bird markets. Here's federal agriculture minister Marie-Claude Bibeau.
1: This is an exciting day. Thanks to key driver and everyone at Antera for an amazing virtual tour of your new Rocky View plant in Alberta. I know this will be coming. With your roots in British Columbia, you are putting Alberta on the map with this new warehouse and production plant. You have broken new ground as the first company in Canada to receive regulatory approval to produce animal feed ingredients using flies. Today, I'm proud to announce an investment by the Government of Canada of $6 million to support the State of the Heart facility which opened its door last year. These funds have supported the construction costs as well as innovative equipment and production process improvement. As a result of these innovations, Intera is now able to recycle more than 130 tons of food waste per day, boosting production of animal feed ingredients to 10 tons per day. You've also brought more than 65 jobs to the local economy. Congratulations as well on your expansion into markets in the European Union. I'm so amazed by our innovative agri-food entrepreneurs in Canada who are putting the eco back into economy. The funding I'm announcing today has been provided through the Agri-Innovate program, through the Canadian Agricultural Partnership. This federal investment is going a long way to helping Antera increase the production of sustainable, nutritious products to feed animals, while helping to keep food waste out of landfills. The Government of Canada is serious about reducing food waste and promoting a circular economy. Food waste reduction is key to improving food security and building a better future for Canada. And it helps to protect the environment as well, by reducing greenhouse gas emissions in landfills. That is why we made food waste reduction a key part of the first-ever Food Policy for Canada. Our $20 million Food Waste Reduction Challenge will fund the solutions to food waste in Canada that are innovative, transformative and high-impact. And we are leading by example by investing over $6 million to cut food waste in federal facilities. So congratulations to Keith and your team on all you've accomplished. We will continue to be a proud partner with climate action pioneers like Intera. We will continue to help our agri-food capture, agri-food sector capture exciting new opportunities in the alternative protein sector and we will continue to look to innovation to bring real results for our farmers the sector and the economy in British Columbia Alberta and across Canada
0: that was federal agriculture minister marie-claude bibo the federal government has announced that Interra Feed Corporation received 6 million dollars under the Agri-Innovate program with the goal of keeping food out of landfills <music> The Saskatchewan Ranch Management Forum continues this week. Last week's virtual program focused on forages. Agra Environmental Specialist Victoria Namath talked about species selection.
2: When we're thinking about selecting our forage species, it's really important to look at the environmental conditions. And it's really important to know what soil zone you fit into and what the conditions are on your field. So if we're in the black soil zone, the species we select are going to be a lot different than the species we would select in the brown soil zone. Just because it's different areas of the province, of course, the further north you go, the more moisture that's received. And um, the further south you go, it, it tends to be a lot drier. Also, it's important to know the quarter of land. Sometimes we have quarters that are more wet than others, and that'll really determine what species we select. So if we're in a drier area of the province, it's really important to select our forage species that are more drought tolerant. So they'll be more hardy in drier years. So species like this could be crested wheatgrass, Russian wild rye, some of our native wheat grasses or alfalfa. Or if we're in a more moisture loving area of the province, then we need moisture loving species. So timothy, orchard grass, tall fescue, these are all species that thrive better under moisture conditions. Another factor to consider is our soil type or texture. So if we're if our quarter of line has heavier texture, so more clay, or if we have a lighter texture, so more sandy. So our forage grasses or species in general will do better under certain conditions. So for sandy soils, species like crested wheatgrass, northern wheatgrass, alfalfa, or milk milkbetch tend to do better. Whereas if we have more loamy or clay soils, Most of our wheat grasses will do good or brome grass species. As well, other factors to consider is how tolerant our species um, to things like flooding or wet conditions. So if we've got, I've talked to some producers where in their fields, they might have Less than two weeks of flooding, or they could have two to six weeks of flooding in the springtime. And if we only have a species that tolerates less than two weeks of flooding, and we get five weeks of flooding in the springtime, that species isn't going to last very long. So it's important to know, you know, what's the length of flooding in the spring, or how wet is that quarter year year round, and that will determine, you know, what species you can use. So if you have, say, four weeks of flooding in the springtime, a species like tall fescue might be a good option because it can. Withstand two to five weeks of flooding in the spring. Other species are creeping foxtail or timothy as well because they do love moisture areas. Um, just keep in mind some forage species can be really aggressive, so creeping foxtail is one of those. So if you are seeding near a riparian area like a stream or a creek, um, it's important just to keep in mind that some of these species can um, be a little bit invasive to those riparian areas. Other factors to consider um is our species tolerance to salinity and so on any given field we can have a wide range of salinity occurring so we could have it only a little bit saline where we can still grow a barley crop on it or we can have it as bad as just having a white patch where nothing will grow and so just like you know our annual crops have different tolerances to salinity that's the same with our forage grasses so here's just kind of a chart showing the relative tolerance of our forage grasses so the ones at the top have excellent salinity tolerance and then as we go further down of course they have less salinity tolerance so our most salt tolerant grasses are tall wheat grass and our green wheat grass so if I had a field that had some white patches in it I would be seeding these grasses trying to get something growing in there or creeping in there over the next few years. That's
0: Agri-Environmental Specialist Victoria Namath. More information on species selection is available from Saskatchewan's Ministry of Agriculture. For Golden West, I'm Lee Allen-Gossler. Thanks, Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Egg Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.